Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO and me. Find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com slash locations. We are live in Nashville. I will not call it Nash Vegas ever. That is stupid. Stop doing that. We are what? Uh... 24 plus 6 hours, uh, 30 hours, 31 hours away from Connor Bedard. Sure. Becoming a Chicago Blackhawk. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Make sure you smash that like button on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page as well. Podcasters, we love you too. Follow us, subscribe to us, all that great stuff, and leave us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's a great way to celebrate Connor Bedard's arrival in Chicago. But before we get to the draft tomorrow, fellas... We have two new Blackhawks. We've only had a few minutes to talk about with the yeah. people. We did a quick stop in Elizabethtown, Kentucky's uh, BP gas station. As one does. To give a quick uh, 90 seconds on the Taylor Hall, Nick Felino deal. Uh, so we're going to start there today. The Hawks traded the rights to Ian Mitchell and Alec Regula to the Boston Bruins. For Mark, uh, not Marcus, for Nick Felino and Taylor Hall. And they re-signed uh, Felino, who is an unrestricted free agent today, to a one-year $4 million deal. And as we've been telling you for weeks, when you see these free agent contracts come in, don't worry about the money. Worry about the term. The Hawks are going to overpay some guys here in the short term, and Nick Foligno is very happy with $4 million, I would think. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the money, uh, don't don't worry about it. Uh, it's One, it's not your dollars. And two, they just need to get to the cap floor, which they're just about at, mm-hmm. factoring in, you know, the the... Uh, contracts still needed for Connor Bedard as the assumed number one pick and right. Philip Kershev assuming that he's coming back, which I think is a safe assumption. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with all that factored in, they're just a few million away, and that's just to get to the floor. Right. So they have so much cushion that it, it's, it's not going to be a problem. Yeah, I would imagine that they're not stopping at the floor because if you make trades during the season – you still have you to be above the floor. So so you, as long as you get to the floor by the trade deadline. Yeah, so if you got Nick Felino, who uh, $4 million, probably more than you should be paying a Nick Felino in a normal situation. About but, $3 million more. But, hey, congrats. You're not wrong. I mean, wrong. yeah, you're probably not you wrong. Know. At this point in his career, that's probably about right. You know, but, at, but the vibes are great, at, so that's the extra three. At, at first, he was probably like, man, I don't want to move and get, and get traded. And then they're like, oh, you're going to pay me how much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me all the Chicago. Worth your while. Um, but th- I, they'll probably still get a guy or two in free agency maybe to because if you okay you've got Felino at four million one year term that's the the key so if you look to flip him at the deal at the deadline mm-hmm. you know I, you're gonna probably have to retain 50 percent because i don't think anybody's going to take that whole cap hit no. for the remainder of the season which is fine yeah you, you've got the retention slot one's wrapped up in you get three retention slots correct yep one's wrapped up in jake mccabe so you got mm-hmm. two more slots I don't see too many other. <laughs> I don't see too many other uh, retention type trades coming this year. You're not going to trade Taylor Hall this year. That would probably be something done either at next year's draft or next year's trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So if you're trading Felino's four million dollar cap, it you've got to be able to refurbish that and, and get. So either you're going to take money back in any trade, or you're going to want to be two, three, four million dollars over the cap mm-hmm. floor. 
to compensate for that. So, so I, I went on cap friendly this morning and tried to, you know, plug things in as best I could. So I've got, you know, halls there, Felino's new deal. I've got Bedard at 950,000, which is a rookie deal. Um, the rest of the forward group, you could probably predict it's Dickinson, Johnson, Athanasiu, Reese Johnson, Radish, Blackwell, Kurashev at 1.9, which was speculated. I think it was Ben Pope speculated 1.9 for Philip Kurashev. Sounds fair. Cole Gutman, Boris Kachuk, Lucas Reichel, Mackenzie Atwistle. That's your forward group. On D, it's Jones, Tenorti, Phillips, Zaitsev, still signed at 4.5. Murphy, Vlasic, and I gave Caleb Jones 2 million. We'll see what happens there. Also sounds fair. Goaltenders, Peter Mrazek and Arvid Soderblom. So then at that point, the cap hit. Is where did it go, Mario? We just looked at it. It should be at the top. It should be there. It is a uh, sixty-four million four hundred eighteen thousand four hundred fifty-seven dollars. And the cap salary cap is eighty-three and a half, and the floor I believe is going to be about sixty-two. So yeah. You, so you have a little bit of space above the floor, but and that's with adding no one else. You know, they they could they could still add a a, a free agent forward uh, to to pad to pad that that floor space a little bit. Um, you know, even with having Taylor Hall and, and Nick Felino coming in, the door is not closed to potentially going and getting Max Domi and having that be your big free agency sign because that's going to be term and pretty decent money for him. But uh, he's also in a position where I'm sure th- maybe 25 teams are knocking on his door yeah. rather than a handful that we maybe expected when he was with the Hawks. The way he played in, in Dallas, I think, opened up a lot of opportunities for him. So we'll see. The other thing you wonder, too, is does this shut the door on a potential, you know, Connor Garland, Brock Besser, take on, taking on a bad deal from another team? I, I, I Here's what I would think. I would think that it's either Domi or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be both of those. I don't think they're going to add another what. You're going to pay Domi. If Domi signs here, five and a half, six? Yeah. I mean... And then you're going to bring in Besser, so it's another six. I mean, it's fine with me. Right. Yeah, but I, I just don't know how, the, how much I want to spend. Cap with that much money, but you don't need to start flirting with it at all. We'll, yeah, we'll know more about that by the time we leave Nashville, long before free agency opens. Oh, yeah. the Vancouver stuff is still out there. Mm-hmm. Another team that still needs to clear cap space is the Washington Capitals. I don't rule out a trade with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've heard Anthony Mantha's name. TJ Oshie could yeah. be a guy. That Josh Bailey is another Bailey. one we've heard. Josh Bailey. Yeah. So those are still plenty of options. So if Kyle Davidson goes out and makes another one of those trades here during the draft, then you can probably be like, all right, Saturday is going to be a big, you know, nothing for the Hawks. Yeah. Maybe they add a, you know, a couple guys on that can be two way guys, like a Joey Anderson type that can come oh. up and down <laughs> and, um, even though I expect that every time, it's still <laughs> so um, stupid. <laughs> that's why it works. Um, so yeah, it, it, if they if they go and get one of those guys here at the draft, take on some some cap, you know, other contracts, then yeah, Saturday free agency might be quiet. Don't expect Mac Max Domi. Don't expect you know uh, JT, JT Comfort. It's not going to happen. But if they don't make any of those other contract taking on contract trades, then those guys are still kind of in, in play. Honestly, uh, I'll, be, our, I'll be surprised. We, we've got don't. we've got our buddy Jesse from DNBR. Ad. 
if they if they add on another contract, yeah, yeah. If they uh, he his 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 ears perked up when we mentioned JT Comfort. <laughs> yeah, right well, we no. should talk about that too because it's it's the first show we've done since since I reported that. I think that was Sunday or Saturday, whatever it was. Um, heard from multiple sources that JT Comfort and the Blackhawks have mutual mutual interest in each other. However, I should qualify this by saying that JT Comfort has interest from I'm told 15 or 16 NHL teams. He, if he can't go to an immediate contender, would prefer to play in Chicago for the reasons we're talking about. More, first of all, he's from here, which is noteworthy. Northbrook's wants home. to be close to his family, of well, course. Here's Nashville. He's oh yeah, we're in Nashville. Oh, yeah, he's we're from Chicago. Nashville, by the way, if you <laughs> yeah. didn't realize, he is from <laughs> Chicago. Um, and obviously, the Hawks can probably pay him more than any contender can. Yeah. So I think. A lot of people are saying, like, well, no, if he wants to play for a contender, he's not going to play for Chicago. Well, if you factor in the more money and close to home, the Hawks do have a shot at landing JT Comfort. But this is the thing is the Hawks probably have irons and a fire on a dozen guys. And just mutual interest doesn't mean that it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean the Hawks screwed it up. They probably came in here and said, let's get Taylor Hall. That is the most reasonable, logical Best option for Connor Bedard. It allows him to play center. It gives him a great and accomplished, an MVP, a number one overall pick, left winger that can mentor if you believe in such things. I don't know if I do, but whatever. Uh, and you've got Reichel. That is a solid first line. Yeah. Lucas Reichel is somewhere in Germany very happy right now. Yeah. You sure. also address the leadership toughness thing with Nick Felino. So now you're not as desperate to go add a JT Comfer or a Max Domi. But I don't think it means they're not going to. I think that they're still going to try. I really do. Yeah, and I, I would be surprised if we get to, you know, Friday morning and the Blackhawks haven't done anything with their current group of picks in this year's draft to make some maneuvering that involves taking on a bad contract player. Like, I, I, I would be shocked if they don't do that at, in the next two days. Yeah. So I think, I, and, and like you said, that will that will mold the free agent blueprint a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I also want to let's spend another minute on JT Comfort because, man, I tweeted that out, and people from Colorado were freaking out. Like, <laughs> no! I'm like, it's JT Comfort. He's a nice player. We Everyone loves JT Comfort, yeah. but people were upset at that concept. Well, you're also talking to the guy. I get that. Like I get the attachment to your your, your role player, your, oh, yeah, your yeah. secondary guys. So this is a guy that we would have we would have freaked if Dave Bowen got traded. I was furious, <laughs> furious, angry, and heartbroken when Christopher Stieg was traded for the first time. So I get it. Yeah, yeah I get absolutely. it. I get that. Yeah. Um, well, and he's a guy that it fit a role that now, if if and when he leaves Colorado, they'll have to try and fill again. Right. And, and Ryan Johansson is there, but. Well, right, yeah. Well, Ryan Johansson's there to to uh, fill the role of Nazem Kadri that didn't get filled last year. Yeah. Uh, and they realized how important that was when um, Kadri was gone. Yeah, and 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 uh, Kerfoot wasn't able, or is it New? I get to, why do I always get new? I always get those guys confused. <laughs> you're if, right. If they had different, the same guy. <laughs> if I, if yeah. they had different first names, I'd nail it every time. Whatever Alex is in Colorado, he didn't get the job done. <laughs> Yeah, that's why yeah. they went out and got Ryan. There you Johansson. go. Yeah, uh, LP asked a good question. If they bring in another forward, who's the odd man out getting sent down or traded? So if you look at the bottom of the roster, uh, Mackenzie Entwistle, who has no family to fall back on, so that's sad. That's tough. Uh, Cole Gutman, remind me, one way deal, right? Yes, wasn't that part of the NHL deal? Yeah, yeah, it's an NHL deal. Uh, Boris Kachuk is at the bottom of the roster. 
Reese Johnson's at the bottom of the roster. So, yeah, you bring another forward, and not only are you suddenly going to have to probably ship out a bottom six guy that you kind of, not ship out, but send down a bottom six guy you like, you also might be dangerously close to decent. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's fine. But I, I think that probably plays into the to the part of a reason why Joey Anderson has a two-way deal. Ooh. Because then, then that's easy for him to then already understand, hey, you're probably going to play some time in Rockford. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that would be in that bottom six kind of mixture as well. Um, yeah, I think I think Luke Richardson really likes Reese Johnson. I think Boris Kachuk kind of finally put together a, a decent bottom six game at the end of last season. Um, I think the organization really likes Mackenzie Entwistle. So, yeah, I mean, it, you, you might be in a position where someone gets moved out that you're maybe not expecting or – Someone's just going to have to take take some some tough news in stride, uh, and, and, and see what happens. But yeah, I, I wouldn't. I I don't think that you're necessarily going to. And I don't mean this in any disrespectful way. But you're not going to miss many of those guys True. in the roster, and and especially depending on who you bring in. If you bring in a, a Comfort or a Domi or something like that, to what you're saying is like, oh, you might actually be decent. Like, okay. That's fine. That's okay. We're not tanking this year. Like, right. like getting Bedard completely changes uh, that aspect. They might still finish in the lottery. Yeah, but they're not purposely trying. Well, to here, lose. so here, here's the thing, and I, I think of it this way too. Like, any fo- like what forwards? If the Hawks were to bring in some forwards, right? Like, we're also forgetting Colin Blackwell. Yes, we are. Because <laughs> um, he was on the floor, we couldn't see him. He fell down again. <laughs> Good. Just, that just popped in my head. I was like, oh, we didn't mention Colin Blackwell. <laughs> but, d- d- like, Reichel's mm-hmm. up, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Gutman, if he's ready for the regular season, is probably up. Mm-hmm. What forwards would these guys be holding back developmentally? No one's really NHL close to ready in the minors right now for the Hawks. I hesitate to bring in another veteran defenseman. Yeah, yeah even they, like they it, should not. And as much as I like Caleb Jones, I'm kind of like, eh, You won't eh. lose sleep over it. Yeah, one way or another, I'm not going to lose sleep yeah. over it. But even if they bring in Domi and Comfer or uh, Besser or whoever, there's no the there's nobody who is in the system like looking up like, hey, when am I going to get my chance? Yeah, right. They're not going to keep Lucas Reichel out of the lineup. If that was the case, then I would have an issue with it. Yeah, but that's just simply not going to happen. So if they want to bring guys in and be a little competitive because you've got the shortcut, Connor Bedard. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing, and let him get his career started in a in a productive way. Yeah. Don't give him any sort of doubts about himself because he's playing with Taylor Radish and Philip Kurashev, two guys I like. But let's face it, they're not top six not first liners. Yeah, uh, I this is a good time to get stockpile forwards this year and next season. Yeah, two year deal. What what, yeah. what forward prospects are NHL ready? Nobody. Nobody. Lucas Reichel. He, yeah, to me, he's it. not even – I barely he's consider – He's out of, out of he, prospect, prospect yeah, range he's, pretty much. Yeah. He technically, if we go by games played, still a prospect. But he's an NHL guy. He'll be in the prospect pyramid. Um, what other forwards – there's nobody that you can really call up next season in, in case, you know, in case of emergency break glass and call up who? Michael Tepley? Michael well, Tuffy. it's going to be your, like, I think it's going to be your Ryder Ralston type guys yeah. who, you know, they don't have much of an NHL future. And even but next season, Buddy you're Robinson. not, you're not going to be ready for Frank Nazar. You're not going to no. be ready for Ryan Green and Paul Lidwinski and these guys. They, they need time in Rockford. 
and, Fulton, and it, Fulton Dock this year will need yeah, his time in Rockford. He needs to be in Rockford for the entire season. Yeah, Dock Ma- maybe give him, maybe year. give him a sniff at the end of the year after the trade deadline. Let him come out and play six or seven games, whatever, depending on how his season's going. Like in two. Yeah. So, but you don't have guys. So signing veteran forwards this year, having too many forwards this year, and even next year. Is not a big deal. No. It's probably preferred because you don't want to bring up guys too soon because you have to. You want to bring them up when they're ready, or in Lucas Reichel's case, way ready. Um, so, Overly ready. So yeah, it, it's 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 okay to have too many forwards because all those guys we mentioned in the bottom six, and we've said we spent eighty-two games last year saying this. They're all the same guy. Yeah, they're the, they're same, the guy. same dude. They yeah. all do the same thing. Yeah. So if you have to get rid of one or two, you still got four guys that yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. And like, I, you know, as you spend time covering these guys, you start to kind of like them personally. And that's where I'm at with Mackenzie Entwistle. And you're like, ah, I really, don't, I hope he sticks around. He's a good guy to talk to and seems like a good kid. But like, <laughs> what, what is he as a hockey player? It's, I don't yeah, know. He's, I, he's bot, bottom six, and, and yeah. there you can you can find a lot of them. What was the, the term on the f- former name of this podcast that you guys had? The the fourth line farm. Oh yeah, the fourth yeah, line you farm. Could, you yeah, could, yeah. you could go go yeah. there and find and find another one. Yeah, we love Mackenzie Antwistle because he's a good dude, and he he enjoyed our running joke of yeah. him and being he an needs orphan. Us yes. We were all he has. We're yes. basically family to him. Yeah. We are. It's the only family he has, and. Uh, <laughs> And we appreciate that, and he is a really good kid. Do we need to and, explain this? Because we might have some new listeners since we've last refreshed. Right. Yeah, we've got 231 people watching. Right. There's got to be a couple new listeners. All right, listeners. all right, all right. Flash, flashback. Flashback. It's story time. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Denver. Uh, first game of the season last year, and we talked to Mackenzie Whistle before the game, and he's talking about how some guys are on the trip, and they've got their kids and their wives and their whatever, and he's like, me, I don't have a family. Uh, so it's just me out here. And <laughs> the way he said it made it sound like he literally does not have a family. Like his family passed away. And, and then throughout the season, we just spent time. Tragic Goodyear. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> creating ways his family died horrifically. And and they are all fine. They're and fine. We, no, yeah. yeah. His, and, pa- his parents follow us all on Twitter. Yeah. Like. And at the end of the year, we had Mackenzie on and we let him in on the bit. And he he had a good time with yeah. it. So, yes. yes. Mackenzie Ant Whistle is his family is, our, is fine. Yes, his parents are, are alive and well and very proud of our, their our favorite, NHL son. Our favorite fictitious orphan. But yes. to get back to the original point about Mackenzie Ant Whistle, yes, we love him. He's a great guy. But how many other NHL rosters is he on? That's a good question. Yeah. I mean he's I, he's, he's, he's been in Chicago for two seasons because they need guys that have pulses and can bring their own skates. Yeah. Like, how many contending teams is Mackenzie Entwistle playing on? No, None of them. Probably zero. Zero, yeah. So, he's in the perfect situation for him. And he definitely has progressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a kid that, that went from being a fairly off, good offensive-minded player in, in juniors to realizing, I got to be a grinder. Mm-hmm. I got to be a penalty killer. I got to go be physical if I need to make it in this league. Mm-hmm. And for some guys... It takes way too long for them to figure it out to where it's almost too late. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, you're you're you've been pigeonholed. Um, so credit for him, but again, if they they go out and get other forwards, and it's cost McKenzie Entwistle playing time, or he gets traded, 
okay. I mean, so it's, yeah. it will suck to lose a, a great guy to talk to in the locker room, but sure. there's going to be lots of great guys that we enjoy in the locker room that are going to be go playing for other teams over the next few yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, and, and look, there's going to be that, new great guys to talk about in, in a season or two. Yeah, yes. and hey, by the way, uh, Casey, our social media coordinator who's here in Nashville with us, she covered Nick Felino in Columbus and is so happy he's back. Oh, yeah. Uh, supposed to be a great guy, awesome to talk to. The, so we'll talk to him. His 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 rep <laughs> his reputation around the league is as being one of the one of the best kind of locker yeah. room guys there is. Yeah. And and that's fantastic for the Blackhawks to bring in. And uh the other thing with that whistle too, just kind of tie a bow on the thing is we talk about who's gonna come up then when guys get hurt, that's who comes up. You'd send him down to Rockford, he becomes a leader. He becomes a top six probably down there looking at their roster right now. Yeah. Maybe a top nine. Uh, provide some leadership. Provide some NHL experience. And then when you when you have a problem, you know you can call him up and he's not going to hurt you. No. You know, so can, it's a nice problem. problem yo, McKenzie can solve it. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Check out his hook. No, we don't want him to hook. No, no we don't not, need not, that. No, never mind. No, this, is, that. this is more McKenzie and Whistle Talk. On this show than I expected. It's a lot. Uh, we've we've what, talked about more about McKenzie Entwistle today than, we, than the day we actually had him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, remember when you played with Patrick Kane? Was that awesome? Yeah. Um, hey, we should remind you, folks, you're looking to go back to school, get your degree. Students just like you are going to Lewis University, my alma mater. You can get, if you got a full-time job, a family, a full-time sports fan, I'm take up your time. But you can go back to school and earn a respected degree at Lewis University. It's 35 simple miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville, and it's ranked as U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges. Lewis partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts and offers evening, online, and blended formats to help you balance work, family, and education. Their faculty brings real-world experience to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career. Lewis offers career support and academic resources for all students looking to complete your bachelor's or master's degree or enroll in a professional cer certificate program. Lewis has the right program for you. The grad programs, the criminal social justice, public safety program is great. First responders get 20% off tuition and tuition is deferred for six weeks after the end of each class undergrad. There are so many great programs to choose computer science, aviation maintenance, technology cert certificates, business analytics, criminal justice, business programs, technology programs, and, of course, the radio TV broadcasting department, which is where I was. Oh, yeah. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world. Learn more at lewisu.edu slash you can do this. You can do this. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, we are also brought to you by Goose Island, the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO, the presenting sponsor of us here while we are in Nashville, and Chicago's Beer since 1988 how can you argue that with their deep and talented roster of beers starting off with the goose ipa the six-time medal winner at the great american beer fest always in style with their citrus aroma and bold hop finish the tropical beer hug a dry hopped imperial ipa with a 9.9 .9 abv that is dangerously easy to drink the full pocket pills the everyday beer it is what the goose island beer brewers are drinking and of course on these golden summer days, go grab yourself a golden can of 312, the staple of Goose Island's beer roster. And if you're in the Chicagoland area, you can grab ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park. Or go to their tap room in our normal neck of the woods. It's on Fulton Street in West Town. Again, that is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's 
beer. Uh, before we move on, Snake in the comments was asking what time the festivities start tomorrow for the draft. Uh, it is 6 o'clock Chicago time or 7 o'clock Eastern. Uh, not sure where you're watching from, Snake. At least in the United States, ESPN, ESPN Plus is where you'll be able to watch the draft. Someone else asked if we're going live for round one like we did last year. No, there'll be no live Draft shows, as fun as it was doing four straight hours of hockey four and shows, DNVR is going to be having DNVR. a live show. So PHNX, check out our I think is doing one too. So check out our all city teammates. But all three of us will be at the Bridgestone Arena for all the rounds, getting you all the news and information there. But we will be live after round one tomorrow night, probably an hour ish after the draft wraps up. We'll be on. It'll be a later yeah. show, uh, and then. Thursday will be on uh, after the the rounds two through seven. That will be probably late afternoon, early Four evening. Five o'clock. Yeah. yeah, make sure you're following us on social media. We'll keep you updated on times as best we can. The other thing to know is this morning, uh, all three networks got together, CHGO, DNVR, and PHNX, and did a full first-round mock draft. Uh, that is being produced up right now, and will drop sometime this afternoon. I would say three-ish, sure. give or take. So keep your eye on that. We'll tweet it out when it's done. Um, but it was it was a good time, a lot of fun. I said Regina instead of Regina, and I'm very upset. Yeah, it happens. Um, oh, yeah. I just spoiled the first pick. Damn it! Oh uh, mm. well, no, darn. There are other guys on the <laughs> Regina Pats that played hockey this year. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yes, maybe it was someone else. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? Well, we should talk about the trip a little bit too. Yeah, the trip. Yesterday, uh, drove down. It's, from, been, it's uh, been smooth so far. So far, knock on uh, that looks like actual wood. That looks like real wood. Maybe that's tables. not the that's not the compressed sawdust. Yeah, it's not the stuff we have back at the office. Yeah, um, but it was good. Yeah, you guys came to my house in Homewood, which I appreciate. Finally, living in the far south burbs pays off for me. Mm-hmm. Where I don't have to get up quite as early as you yeah, guys. Did. I mean, your house was halfway between my house and Nashville, so it was it was it was, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was logistically perfect. Oh come on, it's not that far south. It's 187th in Halstead. You can do it. Anyway, um, so nice smooth drive. The three of us, Steven, our producer, Casey, uh, hit the road. And we got here, what? Like, we stopped for lunch, stopped for gas, stopped at McDonald's once. We got uh, got in about 4.30. Just enough time to pick up the credentials. So 8.30 to 4.30 about was our trip. Yeah, we made three stops, about an hour for lunch. About 30 minutes in Elizabethtown, Kentucky to yeah. gas up, talk about Taylor Hall, and buy those little ice cream cones. Oh, uh, oh those yeah, are still yeah. in the car. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> go get a spoon. That, that's a bag of chocolate by now. <laughs> yeah. It's well. not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> oh, we had a, I don't care. We had a great lunch at um, Against, uh, Against, the, Grain. Against the Grain in and Louisville. That was excellent. And the menu said, world's greatest chicken tendies. And I said, I accept your challenge. And they were pretty good. They're very good. I fail to think of a better chicken tender off the top of my head, but so I don't the, know if it's the, world's best yet. I haven't tried every chicken tender in a while. You haven't, had a, you haven't had a chicken tender in Portugal yet. So, Not yet. Yeah. That's true. Not yet. Yeah. You had to get, a, get around the world and try out all the chicken tenders. Our, our buddy uh, Alexander from Portugal has to like freeze dry you some por- <laughs> Portuguese <laughs> chicken, chicken nuggies. Portuguese tendies <laughs> and uh, send them to you. There you go. That sounds good. Uh, I'm down. I'll take all your attendees. I'll take them all. But then last night, uh, everybody else went out. We're like, yeah, no, we're yeah. going to stay it was, here. It was, it was a long day. This this old guy does not do yeah. two in the morning 
anymore. Yeah. I think maybe um, later tonight we might hit the hit the strip a little bit. We'll yeah, see what I'm happens. Down, I'm down but. for some live tunes uh, after dinner tonight. No doubt about that. When in Nashville, you got to go check out some live music. So yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and we've got our event today. We are at uh, we're at Hopsmith in Nashville at one o'clock. If you are watching us from Nashville, there are still a few tickets left. If you go to allchgo.com, you can buy your tickets for today. We're one to four. At Hopsmith, it is uh, unlimited uh, all-you-can-drink. There's food available. Uh, so come on out. Diehards, of course, save 20% as always on the event. So you make sure you're a diehard. And tomorrow, speaking of diehards, mm-hmm. we're dropping our new shirt design. Yes. You'll never guess who the inspiration is. <laughs> Mackenzie Antwistle. It's, yes. a, it's, a, it's a Regina Pat. <laughs> it is It is a soon-to-be former Regina Pat. It is a JT Comfort Blackhawk shirt. <laughs> Get it now. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, so no, the trip's been real smooth. The, the I, I wish I tweeted a picture from my own account. I retweeted it at chgo underscore Blackhawks of the war room for the mock draft. Yeah, and you can see that this kitchen has become it's it's no longer a kitchen. It is like a mobile studio. There's cords and cables everywhere, monitors everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a full production. Yeah, it is. It's quite a thing. So it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we want to thank Stephen, of course, for all of his hustle getting mm-hmm. this getting this. Uh, not only did he produce the draft show this morning, he's producing this show now, uh, and he's going to be very, very busy. But... I, I appreciate that, Jay, but I want to put you on the spot for a second here. Yeah. You're Uh-oh. also doing a diary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got your diary. I'm doing a diary. I, I did one uh, last night, kind of summarizing yesterday's trip down, and I'll do one tonight. You got to well, sign it XOXOJ. I, I, noticed, I noticed an interesting error in the first paragraph. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that took long. <laughs> yes. What's, what's my last name, Jay? <laughs> Nicholas. Yeah, you put Nelson you in You put there. Steven Nelson. I did? Yeah. I edited it. Right before I went to bed last night, I looked. I'm like, I edited it name. this morning. But I, and I was like, well, maybe he's thinking of Steven Nelson, who used to be on NHL Network. No, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> we, you were thi- we don't, right. don't write while tired. You were to be thinking fair, of the, uh... they also proofread it, right? Uh, ish. Yeah. Okay. I, I skip over names. I read it this morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> I figured he knew the name of the dude we just spent eight hours in I the know, car I with. Well, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. That, don't, that, it's, don't, it's, don't write when you're sleeping. You, were, you were dreaming of, of the Nelson twins with their long blonde hair. from the Yeah, Gunnar and, uh, Gunner and Matthew. Gunnar and Steven, apparently. Uh, <laughs> maybe my half of a half of a good news edible kicked in um, for my trip to Sunnyside this weekend. It was, it was you were... Shell shocked from having to watch a half hour of that atrocious NHL. Oh my show. god! Yeah. Just, Your brain we, had been numb. Do we need to spend time on this? No, no. It's Everyone sucked. knows how bad. Stop it! It's just, just stop so, it! It's, it's so awkward. Everything so about bad. it was terrible. Yeah. Everything. And why does Gary Bettman look like a Muppet? He's That's got like these question. new dyed eyebrows, and his hair is like. Well, he's been a puppet for the owner for the last thirty years, so it's, it's a normal. <laughs> from transition. puppet to Muppet, the Gary Bettman story. <laughs> Yeah, it's everything about that. It sounds like RK can produce that up for uh, for the network. There you go. Oh, while we were talking about our buddy Steven Nelson over here, um, (laughs) I wanted to give him props ahead of time because he spent most of the trip down working on yeah mobile studio a uh, Connor Bedard uh, hype video that will be coming out shortly after the pick is made, and it's going to be great. So I I think a little bit before the pick. Before the pick, okay. We we, we know it's like a teaser. Yeah, we know who's going to be picked. Sure. It's it's coming out tomorrow evening, so keep your eyes peeled to to the CHGO underscore Blackhawks Twitter account, and uh, it's really awesome. Steven did did an amazing, amazing job on it, and I can't wait for all of you to enjoy it, too. It is arousing. 
It was it was nice. Yes. It was it, very nice. Even I, though I enjoyed it, it. It contains highlights I've seen a hundred times. Every time I see them, I still go, holy crap, that's mm. good. It just never ends. It's it's and it's still like, and, it's, it's, and it's it's not even real yet. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> like, it, has it even hit you yet? We've been talking about it for months. We've been excited about it. We've got a jersey on our set, mm-hmm. but I don't think the reality of this has sunk in. And my God, like in a few months, we're gonna be watching this kid play for the Hawks for the next ten years, twelve years, yeah. whatever it's gonna be, uh, uh, fifty years. And we are watching the. You know what? I started like daydreaming about it when they showed. Uh, when Stamkos got the Messier Award, mm-hmm. and they did like a little video montage of Stamkos' career, you know, first overall pick, two-time Cup winner, has only played for one franchise, and you're like, yeah, that's that was like a Bedard level prospect when Stamkos came up. Maybe maybe Bedard's a little bit higher than that actually, yeah. but like that's the dude who everyone knew was number one. Came in Tampa, did everything that everyone thought he was going to do. He had a ton of injuries, of course, but still like. Legendary yeah. first ballot hall. Yeah, of imagine if he didn't have all those injuries, we'd be talking about him and Ovechkin yeah. chasing yeah, down absolutely. history. Absolutely, and, and and like we talked, we last week we were talking about Duncan Keith and how he was so good for so long, and I think Kane and Taze for a while fell in this category too. You just took him for granted. Post games, you didn't even have to mention them because they were so good. It was just like, well, they're fine. Like, yeah, there, there's not, nothing even to talk about. The Hawks are about to get another guy like that. And it's just, it's unreal. It's, it's, I, like I said last week, I cannot wait for this damn season to start. Yeah. It's like, you know, the, I, I know McDavid won. We, we had our, you know, our award show yesterday. Um, yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> it was definitely yesterday. Yep. It was on a Monday. Um, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit where, you know, McDavid, he did win the heart, but the conversation with McDavid and the heart is like, yeah, ho hum. We know he's the best player in the league. Like, it almost does him a disservice to be that good because it's just like, well, you can just give him the heart every year and then it devalues the the award because you don't, you want to say like, Oh, well, who was the most valuable to your team? So if, if, I don't want to put the, you know, put too, too heavy of expectations on it. But if we get to a point where Bedard is playing at a level like that, where we're like, Oh, ho hum. He just had another hundred point season. Like that's one of the, Best spoils you can have as a hockey fan. You know what I think is going to help us? To not worry about a, a, a to not worry about your best player being like, yeah, he's going to be a hundred points. Well, we need to remember this past season. That's it. While we're enjoying Connor Bedard, hopefully over the next yep. twelve to fifteen years, we've got eighty-two post-game shows to remind us how bad it can be yep. and will be again. It's all cyclical, so let's enjoy it while. I mean, it hasn't even started yet, but when it starts, <laughs> let's enjoy it. Let's yeah, not take yeah. it for granted because this past season was living proof that it can, when it wants to be bad, it's going to be really well, bad. And even if you fast, you know, if you rewind rather a few years before that, when all these guys we took for granted started having their declines and it was like, oh man, I wish we can go back to those days where you didn't have to worry about any of them and everything was fine. Like you saw, even Duncan Keith declined. Brent Seabrook, massive decline. Patrick and Sharp slowed Patrick down. Patrick Sharp, and then Jonathan Taze with everything he went through, and Patrick Kane as a hip got worse and worse. You know, I think that the recency of that will help people appreciate Connor Bedard more. I hope so. I hope. I hope so. I I I said it when we were in in Denver to start start of the year last year. Remember the feeling on opening night of. B 
being in the building when the avalanche are, are lifting the banner and feeling like, wow, this roster is trash. We're about to get our teeth kicked in, and this is going to be a long season. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Because by the time we get to tomorrow, that's a that's a benchmark moment of like, hey, stuff's going to get better. And that and it's it's hopefully continues on that path up and up and up until we're raising a banner, hopefully pretty soon. Yeah. yeah and we told we told our, our pals, Jesse and Megan, who are here with us in, in Nashville, you know, when we basically penciled the Colorado Avalanche all the way through the Western Conference finals and then reality hit. But we told them, hey, enjoy this because yep. it's not going to last very long. Yeah. And they don't they had to deal with a first round exit. But, you know, I remember the Chicago Blackhawks the year after the year they after their cup. won the cup. They were a first round game seven Twice. exit in a row. Yep. And two, two round one. Exits. Yep. And they dealt with a lot of other stuff. So, you know, we're not writing the avalanche off just yet, but oh, they'll be all right. They'll be yeah, fine. Their window is still still definitely open. They will open. be fine. They, yeah. just, they just need better luck in the infirmary this year. Yeah. Uh, Ryan says, did Connor McDavid have more hype than Bedard in his draft? I would say yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I like they yeah. were talking we were t- about. We were talking about them for basically the same. I think it yeah. seems it feels more hyped up to Blackhawk fans because we had a shot at Bedard all season. We had no shot at Connor McDavid in 2015. We were going for a cup. So we didn't won the care. Stanley Cup. <laughs> we were we were we won the Stanley Cup that draft we had year. No so first round pick that year. We didn't had matter. no we had no skin in that game. We were all like, oh, Connor David's great. Cool. I hope he's in the Eastern Conference. And yeah. he had another where he was the dude for a couple everyone knew he was coming for a couple years. It was him. Mm-hmm. Crosby was that way. Austin Matthews to a degree. Um, but well, yeah. that was like Bedar where everybody knew. Boy, if he this was even the, even last year had Bedard been eligible, he would have been first overall. There was no question Probably, about it. Yeah. You know, and and he's that level of prospect. So, um, yeah, I would say that the McDavid hype was a little bit more because he truly was. Not that Bedard is not the whole package, but McDavid has the size. He is explosively fast, and mm-hmm. inc- like he is truly. We talk about Marion Hosa as the hockey robot. Connor McDavid is the guy when you create a player in NHL and make them all ninety nines. Yeah. Except for hitting. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to. And Connor yeah. McDavid might actually be a robot. So, well, <laughs> he might actually be. Like, he definitely has the he personality of a having robot. Having trouble interacting with Dirk Bentley's son, who oh, was a big I mean, part of the reward show for some reason. That's when we yeah, turned when it off. That's when we turned it off. Nothing personal against the kid. But, like, this is the, uh, this is the plan? Yeah. Let's that's go, the let, idea. Let's put the best hockey player on the planet next to a six-year-old son of a country music star. Come on. So they should have had a game show. Who's more interesting, <laughs> a six-year-old millionaire or Connor McDavid? Well, the six-year-old would win that competition. <laughs> he was okay in his Lindsay speech. He was all right. He talked about yeah. like yeah. you know how it's so meaningful, and he said, "This is the well, this is the best award to win." That was scripted. He probably had it on a teleprompter in front sure, of him, sure. or he practiced it at least. They but, entered into his but uh, to try to, 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 to try and do <laughs> improv with a child. Uh, when that stage. segment was over, he could not get off that no. little platform. He was ready. To, he was ready to retire. He said, I don't even. I don't <laughs> want to play do, hockey I'm, anymore. I'm going to tank next season. I don't want to be here. Yeah. yeah. Don't I, don't nominate me for shit next season. <laughs> I'm not coming. And I know we're not all super fond of uh, of Biz, but man, he was like. There's two ways to look at it. He was trying to energize the broadcast because it had none, mm-hmm. or he was making the entire thing about himself. Both things can be true. I think they can both yeah. be true. But man, like. At least he was out there trying, mm-hmm. like trying to make it funny, trying to make it interesting, and trying, it was just trying to not. pull some personality out of the guys. Yeah, uh, and he did a little, 
but also it's just his whole personality comes off as like I'm the show. Yeah, well, the two best. What was great was the two best talkers on the award panel were Bedard and and Hughes. Yeah, they had the most personality of anybody they talked to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't I don't get why we have to keep doing this. Uh, give the awards out during the Stanley Cup final during like the first idea. four games of the final. Yeah. Give out two or three at night. Bring them out during you know first intermission. Put them on the ice so they can wave to the crowd and and get a cheer for. Hey, if one of those players is playing in the game, you can go out there in his uniform and, and get the and get the heart. The yeah. yeah, or yeah, do it right before opening faceoff yeah. or something. They did that during 2013, uh, during the Bruins um, Blackhawks series, because everything was pushed back so far because of the lockout. But PK Subban got his Norris Trophy at the United Center before Game One. Just do that. Yeah, and and the NBA does that. It also gives the players their moments to hold up their award, get cheers, get booed, whatever it might be, and not have to speak. And yeah. not have to not have to sit through a whole yeah. hour long yeah. program. And the, the NHL awards is so against what the culture of hockey in the NHL is. Yeah, these guys don't want the individual notoriety. They don't want the spotlight. They've been it's been beaten into them that everything is all about team first, team first, team first. So you look for any individuality in any of these guys, and they're not going to do it. Also, it's cutting into their summer vacation. Like, <laughs> there's something. Look, you could have George Carlin write the script for this award show, and the players I, just I no love. one reacts to anything. No. There's no reaction from the first hundred rows of the theater because it's players, players' wives, executives, and they're just like, "There's a joke that might actually be decent, but there's you could hear crickets. Yeah, yeah. there's tumbleweed blowing across the stage. It's like." My God, have a little bit of enthusiasm. Yeah, it, it, they got in the smelling salts like Ryan Reese before the game. Yeah, and just like, yeah right. And right I know, go off for the award show. And I know we're in Nashville, <laughs> but does every presenter have to be some country music person you've never heard That's of? That's because it's Nashville. But, yeah. Okay, so what are we going to do in Vegas next year? Showgirls. Is Zygmunt, uh the, the two <laughs> Wayne, lion guys? Didn't uh, guy get his Zig, face hit off? And Roy yeah, gonna, one of them is dead. Christopher Angel is going to come out and, and give away the Norris Trophy. And Britney Spears has got a residency. Why am I blanking? Who's Don Shane? Don Cushane. Oh, Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. They, had him at, they, had him in, they had him in Vegas to do the cranky thing before the game. Um, <laughs> be cranky? <laughs> no, that's my job. Um, the little yeah. siren thing that they yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that they stole the that, they, that they stole from Carolina. Yeah. Um, he got that. He looked like they took one of the statues from the, uh, the wax, wax museum. museum. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't shine this uh, this yeah, light on his face. It'll look like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. But, yeah. So, <laughs> like, give me. We we don't need it. It's fake. Everybody know, like all the. Half the people there don't want to be there, and yeah. it's obvious, painfully obvious. So just – and who's watching it? Yeah, it's us. Who's it's watching it? Because it? we have to. Right. If I didn't have to, well, we turned it off halfway through, and this is technically our job. I said enough of this. <laughs> it's like yeah. Tommy Boy. St- Stephen was like, this hey. gladiators? Gladiators. <laughs> Stephen was like, hey, guys, I, I'm almost done with the Bedard video. Do you want to see it? We're like, yes, yes, put it on the TV. Yes, yes. Put it on the TV screen Please. and play it on a loop for the next half an hour because I don't want to watch this anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was, it's ugly. And I get that they're trying, they're trying to make it look big. They're trying to make it look like they matter. They're doing the red carpet thing, but like, it's just a culture clash with these players. And we talk about how hockey culture is kind of screwed up as it is. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if there's anything wrong with being a good teammate. That's a good thing and not wanting like accolades. Because oh. even you heard Bedard talk, and he's always like teammates, teammates, yeah, teammates. Yeah. I couldn't do it without them, and that that's fine and good. But it just so when you're trying to highlight the individual, it's just the wrong business to do it in. The way you highlight these guys, I thought what they did for Stamkos for the Messier Award was great. Here's why this guy is great. He comes out, accepts the award, says a little bit of thing, and walks away. Well, even Stamkos has a little bit of a personality. Yeah, he was actually pretty good. Yeah, he was. He's, he's he was been a doing it talker. for so long, and as they pointed out in the presentation, he's used to being at public functions and doing these types he's, of things. He's had so, a lot of awards. Yeah, he's yeah, making TV yeah. commercials with Victor Hedman. You know, he's he's got. He's I do got, like that commercial. That is, it's, it's a very good commercial. <laughs> um, so he's got a little personality. So he he's a good guy to do it, but. N- you know, we've all talked to enough hockey players and professional athletes as a whole. A lot of these guys just they don't want to do it. That's it's it's a weight they they'd rather be drinking protein shakes and lifting weights than spending ten minutes talking to you know some putzes yeah. with recorders in yeah. their face. Well, who can blame them? Um, speaking of commercials, a new endorsement for Connor Bedard. Yes, he's, he's a Lululemon endorser. Lululemon. And if you uh, check out that photo, uh, I tweeted it from somewhere. Probably the wrong thing because it's been that kind of week for me so far. Um, <laughs> he is wearing Sherwood gloves and wearing a Sherwood and holding a Sherwood stick. Yeah. So it looks like the Sherwood endorsement will be announced uh, soon that, as well. That is that is quite the uh, uh, assumed get for for Sherwood. I know Alex DeBrinket is a Sherwood player. Um, so I mean, you get you get a Connor Bedard. <laughs> To be a, a, a guy for Sherwood, like talk about your brand uh, kind of accelerating back. I know Sherwood was, for, for, you know, early, years ago was was a little bit more of a, of a player in the in the equipment game and then kind of fizzled out a little bit. They're coming back a little bit now. You get the, the next face of the NHL uh, with your brand, like that's huge. It's it's to, to not go with like Bauer or CCM is uh, it's it's an interesting decision, interesting choice, but hey. You want to be the face of, of, of a, a brand completely? Go with Sherwood. It's a hell of a name to rebrand with, too. Yeah. I'm a Sherwood guy, by the way. I use Sherwoods. Are they an option oh, okay. on, on Build a Player? There's one of my wallet there. Yeah. Okay. I will use Sherwoods. Sherwoods. Warriors. They're all kind of. All right. Well, next time I create a player on an NHL True game, hockey. I will be using Sherwood only because. They also have the Connor. they also have the Titan sticks. What's great about that, by the way, is when you create Connor Bedard for your Blackhawk season, because you can't put him there officially because he's too young. Yeah. Uh, you can use him on Ultimate Team, but you can like fill in the name, and it's like Bernard or like Bernard or something very close to Bedard, oh, but they didn't put yeah. him there. <laughs> I can't, I get, yeah, and Christian says Bedard will be marketed everywhere in Chicago. I can't wait to see the Chicago endorsements he gets. It's, it's a good thing he uh, drive when Connor Bedard is drives. older, old enough to drive. Yeah, no, he's got his learner's permit. Because <laughs> there's your there's your drive when Connor Bedard's mom drives him to practice. Yeah. <laughs> there's your Chevy drives Chicago. I want apple juice. Um, Joey P says he's wearing his new CHGO threads at the Salt Shed draft awesome. party tomorrow. Love Send awesome. us pictures. Yeah. Tweet yeah. at us get with some, those. Get some pictures of that. Find, a, find a CHGO social media uh, yeah, Emma coordinator, Emma. She's going to yep. be out there. She says slay a lot. That's how you know it's we'll, her. We'll have, yeah. some, we'll have some peeps out there covering that as well uh, with us down here in Nashville. It, it's just – it's it's awesome. I, I'm, I've been so anxious. Not that I'm nervous. It's just like all this stuff going on. I'm just so excited to be right in the middle of it and and knowing that, you know, it's not even noon on a Tuesday. And we've got 300 people tuning in 
right now and it's it's yeah, thank uh, and and you know keep smashing that like button um yeah tell your friends it's exciting to be a part of something that is is not only game changing for the Chicago Blackhawks but this whole draft and the way we're going to cover it is going to be game changing for CHGO Blackhawks CHGO mm-hmm. yeah. and the All City Network when the Blackhawks are good again it's big deal for awesome. everybody involved just like hey Look what the Bears are doing. Could you imagine what happens to this company if and when the Bears get to a Super Bowl? I mean, it's good for everybody involved. So, so, so leading that charge for CHGO and All City is exciting. And uh, it's just kind of still surreal being here mm-hmm. for all this stuff. And uh, looking forward to what the next few days bring. Um, Got some news Professionally here. And, and as a fan of the game. Kevin Weeks, uh, one minute ago, tweeted the Blues are uh, trading for Kevin Hayes from the Flyers. Oh. A six-round pick. There could be another component to the deal. So, Kevin oh. Hayes to the St. Louis Blues. For a sixth-round pick? Sixth-round yep. pick. Did, did, did the Flyers... 2024 sixth. Sorry. I mean, that doesn't make it any They're better. giving him away. They're giving him away. Yeah. And he was... Did the fly? Wait. I don't know. The Flyers don't have to shed money. Danny Barrera just doesn't like anybody, apparently. Yeah, he's, he like, said he, there could be more you know, to the You know deal, what he's but... doing? He's doing uh, Kyle Davidson's plan. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting my stamp on this new team yeah. and getting rid of anything. Oh, Chuck Fletcher signed you? Yeah. Gonzo. Getting rid of anything that the former guy uh, had yeah. anything to do with. And that trade was supposed to be much bigger. Um, Copycat league? It, hey, you know, it, it worked for the Blackhawks. but Tear, tear um, it down, get the first overall pick. That trade was supposed to be a lot Profit. bigger. There was rumors that it was going to involve uh, Tory Krug. Yeah, and he said going nope. <laughs> to Philadelphia, and they were also going to get Travis. The Blues were supposed to get Sanheim, Sanheim as well, another big defenseman. So how do you go from that to yeah, future just te- That just tells me that the Flyers are like, well, and and it's out there. The Flyers are trying to yeah. trade this guy, yeah. and now okay, sorry, Tory Krug said no, used his no trade clause. You've ruined your leverage but now yeah now you have to trade this guy to us because good luck getting him in your locker room with with john tortorello who he already hates yeah and saying well we tried to trade you but go out there and get him big guy like no <laughs> it was it, it yeah the it, it, it tory Krug screwed the philadelphia flyers and i'm here for that i'm okay with that hey that's he earned that Look, no trade clause, and I like it when players use it. You don't give them no trade clause if you don't think it's going to bite you. And Blues fans, I know there's a lot watching. Uh, don't be pissed at Tory Krug because what I hate about it is there's this assumption that well he signed a no movement clause, but we're just going to ask him to waive it, and he's going to. That's the Patrick Kane thing. Is Patrick Kane's like. Look, if I want to go, I'll go. But you're not just going to trade me for anything. I want to be a Ranger. Can you make that happen? Yeah. Okay, thanks. I'll, I'll go to the Rangers. That's it. Yeah. Like, that's why you sign these things, and that's why he who shall not be named. We don't have our jar, so I had to be really careful there. Like, when he was handing them out like it was nothing, it matters. Because mm-hmm. what if you could have traded Brent Seabrook two years into that deal when he had a little bit of value? You know yeah. what I mean? And right. But no, with a no-moving clause, and it's got to be all – like, it's just – it just – and we're Stifles still, we're, you. we're still, we're gonna, we're gonna be dealing with that with Seth Jones here in a few years. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I'm a GM, I never sign those. I don't. I would say, give me a no trade list. Yeah, I That's do. Mod- I, I, modified yeah. or maybe yeah. you back it, put it on a back end of it. You, ha- you have the right to refuse a trade to pick eight teams you never want to play for, and I won't trade you to those eight teams, like like Jake yeah. McCabe. Well, yeah. well, and and Taylor Hall. 
had yeah. had a modified no trade no trade list, and Blackhawks weren't on it, so yep. they didn't have to ask his approval. Welcome to Chicago. Um, yeah, I don't get mad at players who who exercise that. They earn that. They were given that. Tory Krug. It's just so awkward. Tory Krug has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Tory. You can't trade me. I'm staying. Yeah, you can't <laughs> fire me. I quit. Yeah, right. Um, but. Oh, two reasons. I'm sure the two biggest reasons that he did that was a. He's got two young daughters. They're probably, you know, just starting school. Mm-hmm. Got like you don't want to pick that up and move it if you don't have to. Yeah. Um. And why would you want to go to a rebuilding team with John Tortorella as your head coach? That's going to be no. miserable. Mm-hmm. That's not what Thanks. Tortorella signed up for. And he's not a Tortorella style defenseman. No, it would be miserable. It'd be an awful fit, and good for him to do it. But yeah. here, here's me. Last trade deadline, I'm praising Doug Armstrong for moving on from guys like Vladimir Tarasenko and Ryan O'Reilly, getting what he can for him, getting good packages for them, and thinking you still have a lot of your core from 2019 signed, and you got go get some young players. And he even said we're going to look to get younger. And he goes and gets Kevin F and Hayes. I don't. That's a lateral yeah, move. I, I, it's not younger. It's going right back to what he was doing. So all that praise I heaped on you last April. To this trade, oh, well, yeah, well, and their core is starting to age. Their core is aging too. They're all thirty or, or older. Yeah, I mean, they had enough. They still have. I still think they're good enough to, with Kevin Hayes, obviously, to be a playoff team next yeah. year. But they're not a cup contender by no, any means. I mean, you still got Robert Thomas. You got Jordan Cairo, but it's are they not are enough. they are they thinking like I don't know? Are they thinking they're they're Dallas because Dallas is no, good because they're their old core still remains. But their young players are jumping up, and they don't, they've been they effective. They don't have a Miko Heiskanen. Exactly, they don't have a yes. Jason That's Robertson. Thing, yes. But I'm wondering, have, does yeah. St. Louis think, like, oh, well, we're like them? No. <laughs> no. No, because they have Jordan Bennington, not Jake Ottinger. That's a very good point. Uh, yeah, that's – but, yeah, no, the Blues, you are not – no, that's not you. But, no. hey, if you believe it, by all means. They're, they're closer to being the Red Wings than they are the, the, the Stars as far as trying to contend with piecemeal pieces. Speaking of that uh, – very much seems like the Brinkett's going to end up in Detroit. That's almost become an assumption at this point. That seems to be the case. He's from Michigan, guys. It's got to happen. Those are the rules. Yeah. You go back and play for your hometown team. Yeah. That would be – that's a little painful. It, it could be a, worse. It stings a little less than it would have 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. It could have been the Blues. But, could have uh, <laughs> Yeah, it would have been. No, he's like he's, he's way too young for the Blues. We just talked about this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wait, interested. Wait, they'll wait they'll trade that. for him in five years. Yeah, Are wait. you rickety? <laughs> uh, get away. We don't want you. No, he owns the Cubs. <laughs> Tom Rickety. There you go. Hey, uh, the uh, ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, guys. I've heard about it. Yeah. it's It saves you money and energy. It, it does? It's, 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 it's one of the worst kept secrets. Out there, we should we should allow, let our listeners know about it. I will. Uh, that ComEd Energy Efficiency Program it is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities that they serve help manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Yes, now that you're saying this, it is ringing a bell. Mm-hmm. And if I recall correctly, the ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades. Right, commercial, industrial. Public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. I think I have that right so far. Comet also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Jay, I, I think you're remembering it correctly. Can you tell me more about how it works? I'm trying to think, and I believe that an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan. Yes, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that plan is specific to your goals and needs, and they can be done in person or virtually 
and lasts about two hours. Within three to four weeks, you'll receive a report detailing energy efficiency products you can start working on immediately. Each recommendation includes estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy Monergy, today. For energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to listen up, comed.com slash powering biz. Did you say biz? I, I dozed off. I did say biz. Okay. Biz, powering B-I-Z. Comed.com slash powering biz. Beelzebub says Anthony Mantha for a second rounder this year and a third in next year's draft. No. No, no, absolutely not. You don't give up a second and third in a no, cap dump. They want. The they, I would take Mantha and a second and a third. Yeah, for yeah. That is that all right. coming to the Hawks that yeah. we can talk? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Man, no, no, no Mantha's no. a bum. Anywho, um, you know <laughs> you what? Know, know what's not, not bum. a bum? It's Shady Rays. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just I saw that. I was like, oh yeah, God, no, we gotta. I was like, wait, address that immediately. We gotta read. We gotta read. It is freaking hot down here in Nashville, and the sun is out, and it's warm. And I packed not one but two pairs of my Shady Rays. They were they were front and center in our Taylor Hall Nick Felino video on Twitter yesterday. People ask, I love that we put that on there, and like we had like twenty comments. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at those Shady Rays! Mm-hmm. That means people are loving their Shady Rays, and you could take on the warm weather here in Nashville or wherever you are with gear built the last from our friends at Shady Rays, who have you covered. With their premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. That's the key. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. I say even better. They got durable frames and extremely clear optics for their outdoor adventures. Or if you're trying to battle the uh, the glare from that amazingly bright ring light. Yes, this is actually so, helping. Yeah, good. I should have put these on earlier. I should have brought my uh, my pair up. But that's not all. Shady Rays offers you the most insane protection in all of Iowa. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they have told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase and together with their customers shady rays is providing much needed support to nonprofit partners throughout the united states with the shady rays impact program from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with ms the outdoor adventure of a lifetime shady rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come so look good and feel good at the same time and if you don't love your shady rays but you're not a weirdo you're gonna love them you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's a no risk when you shop. Shady Rays always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, get ready for this. It's the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you're going to save 50 freaking percent on all mm-hmm. orders of two or more pairs of their awesome polarized sunglasses rated five stars by over 250 thousand satisfied customers all right a couple other bits of news sarah valley confirms the flyers and kevin hayes deal the flyers are retaining half of hayes's salary for the remaining three years of his deal Oof. uh 3.571 is the cap hit for the blues there and uh pierre lebrun mm-hmm. says uh hearing seattle toronto and carolina are among several teams who have called and chatted with san jose about Eric Carlson. Norris Trophy winner Eric Carlson. If you're going to trade Eric Carlson, 
now is the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He's never, Toronto, I don't know how they can afford him. What's going back? Did, it, did they say what's going back uh, to the, Philly? Weeks set a six-round pick. There's no way co- that they're giving up just a six-round pick for 50% retention. There's no way that's I, it. He said there could be another component to there, the deal, yeah, but that's the latest that they have maybe. Uh, here. Again, here's LeBron just now. Flyers are trading Kevin Hayes to St. Louis for a six-round pick. Flyers retain 50%. That's it. Fire Danny wow. Barrera right now. That's awful. That's horrible. That's awful. You should be getting at least a second-round pick for the retention. Yes. Is that's... Kevin Hayes that big of a pudwack? I mean, he did poop on some stairs once. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that. It was a stairwell, is... <laughs> which is a very private area. Kevin Hayes will always be hashtag stair pooper to me. <laughs> That's true. I mean, look, Ryan O'Reilly drove through a Tim Hortons. Like, everyone's uh, got their, you know, hey, when I was 20, when, when I was in my 20s, I was a moron too. Oh, and man. I'm still a moron, just in different ways. Um, but uh, That's an awful trade. I, I don't That's... get it. I don't Jeez. get it at all. I, all right, uh... Doug Armstrong, I apologize. Like <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he, he makes the blues better. We'll do sure it for a future six. You're giving them nothing yeah. for him, so all right. And for only half the salary? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sure. I mean, at that point, it makes sense for the Blues, who are clearly not rebuilding by any way, shape, or form. Well, so no. Danny Briere has evened himself out. All the amazing credibility he earned with that Ivan Provorov deal, Yeah. he it's, just flushed that down the toilet yeah. with the stair pooper. <laughs> Appropriately. <laughs> flushed it down the stairs. Wow. Yeah. That interesting. is That is interesting. Uh, Windy City Hockey says, wait, wait, what? Hayes poop on a stair? Yeah, it happened when he was in college, before the Hawks even drafted him. Yep. That is a former Blackhawks first-round pick. I've always thought he was a pudwack because he didn't sign here. Red flags flags were different 13 years ago. I guess so. Brown flags. (laughs) 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 Keep setting me up, man. This is a perfect way to end this episode. Yeah, I think uh, you may be seeing slap happiness set in a little bit at this point. Yeah, we're Uh, on on fumes. Yeah, (laughs) we are on our way to Hopsmith. Yes. Uh, So if there's still time to get some tickets, jump in. Hop on over. We want to say thank you, by the way. It's 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. We've got almost 300 people in the chat, but only 118 likes. So before we log off, please, please, please smash that like button We'll for do a us. tank spin. No, just kidding. Yeah, we'll do a tank spin, exactly. <laughs> hey, the Hawks won. Hey, hey whoa. <laughs> but, okay, so the plan. Recapping. Tomorrow, we are covering the draft. All three of us are going to be there. Steven's going to be there. Casey's going to be there. We're going to be covering all the post-draft stuff. Mm-hmm. So the show will be roughly an hour maybe a little bit more than an hour after the draft wraps up i know it's a late night but it's a huge night we want to be there to give you as much coverage as we can and if you want to catch that coverage follow us chgo underscore blackhawks follow chgo sports on twitter chgo underscore sports same deal on instagram chgo underscore sports we're going to be putting content up non-stop you'll see steven's hype video coming soon tomorrow and remember later this afternoon the All-City Mock Draft drops. So there is so much mm-hmm. content coming at you from Nashville. Uh, watch And by the way, the Mock Draft is YouTube only. YouTube There's only. not going to be yeah. a podcast of it. So watch it. It's really funny. We hey, step up fun. to the podium. Hey, it's fun. It's, to make it's worth it just for our guy Petey's uh, accents. Petey's the best. He's, and, and me saying Regina. Yeah. Even, though, even though I triple clarified before yeah, we made the you, Lina and Lunt joke, we did everything, <laughs> and uh, I still said it wrong. Yeah. I go like, I was nervous. It was like I was actually making the pick. 
It was a little nerve wracking yeah. coming up here. It Everyone was scary. watching now. Yeah. Yeah. Petey was not scared. No, he was he was ready to go. He yeah. was ready to go with his nice uh, Google Translate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Check it out. It's pretty. I was amazed. It was like forty minutes. Yeah, we we, we got through the whole thing we in forty flew, minutes. Flew through it way way faster than I expected. Yeah. I think it's because we said no trades. Definitely. Yeah. Let's and, just draft. Yeah. And we had we our guys AJ and Rudo from uh, DNVR Abs are kind of the hosts. They, they break down every little pick. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check it out. We will let you know when that hits live. Don't worry. All right. Yep. We'll talk to you tomorrow after the draft. Don't miss it. Stay up late with us. I know it's Wednesday night. Call in sick Thursday. It's an historic <laughs> night for the Nobody's, Blackhawks. No Let's Blackhawk go. fans are going to be able to sleep yeah. Wednesday yeah. night. No, it's, exactly it's, it's right. Too much, too much adrenaline. Yeah, and it's not just going to be Bedard. There's going to be the pick at 19 if it's traded up, traded down. Yeah, 11 picks. There's so much happening. And same plan Thursday. Draft starts at 10. Should be over around four-ish, yeah. I would think. Mm-hmm. Same deal. We'll cover the post-draft yep. stuff and come and do a show then. So. Casey is right now with uh, the Connor Bernard availability, so keep your eyes peeled to the Twitter account for that. Yep. Kyle Davidson speaking later today. I'm going to cover that. We're, we're going to keep you abreast oh, yeah. on everything going on here in Nashville. <laughs> you said abreast. All right, we'll talk to you Wednesday <laughs> after the draft on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. So mature. <laughs>